0: Hello and welcome to episode 346 of the show. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. Now, when you run into a possible customer, what is the first thing that you should do? If you have attended any networking sessions, uh, business development sessions, stuff like that, then the typical uh, response is that you are told you should go into your elevator pitch. If you are one of the few people left on the planet who don't know what an elevator pitch is, then the idea is this. Now, when you get into an elevator with uh, someone you've been trying to gain the attention of, you know, a potential customer, a potential investor, some stakeholder, or something like that, then um, typically an elevator ride is going to take you a couple of seconds, maybe 20 seconds, 30, maybe one minute max. And so the idea is that you should have a pitch or some sort of, Presentation ready to answer the questions um, What is it that you do, and to show why your product or service or your idea is interesting? So, that is the idea behind the elevator pitch. So, for some people, that is the answer to the question When you run into a possible customer, what's the first thing you should do? Most people think go right into your elevator pitch. Now, looking at it from just having a topical view a face view at it it doesn't look like it's such a bad answer after all because like i said it's one of the things that most business commentators would have us believe that this is the best thing to do but there is a much more appropriate and a much more effective answer still so if you don't if you can't think of anything to do then yes um an elevator pitch wouldn't be a bad way to go but there's some things that are more appropriate and some responses that are much more effective. How about engaging them in a conversation to find out if they have a need that you can meet? Because one thing about the elevator pitch is that it assumes that the potential investor you're talking to, or the potential client, or that your stakeholder, or whoever, is interested in your product, or your service, or the particular slant that you're going to talk about. And, it's poor sales practice to begin a pitch or any kind of presentation without realizing what it is that the person wants to hear because you're going to have much more um, success you're going to be much more effective in moving the needle forward if you're talking to pain points or talking to visions or talking to things that the person is interested in so if you're a wedding photographer or let's say you design and build uh, custom IT solutions, I don't know, websites or apps or something like that, if it looks like they have a need, then you shouldn't just run into your presentation. You shouldn't just say, I am ABC, Day wedding photographer, and we do high-end wedding photography, blah, 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 blah. Or say, I am Kelechuku, LLC, IT solutions, uh, provider, importer, exporter, whatever, whatever the uh, the presentation happens to be. So you should engage them in a conversation to see if the product or service that you have, to try and figure out if there's a need in the particular style and variety that you can meet. And so if you look at some Old-school um, sales trainers, what they actually recommend is when you hook up with someone for the first time and assuming that you provide uh, premium wedding photography services, then rather than running into your presentation about your wedding photography services, how is premium, how would you dope, it's exceptional, you should ask the question that are you looking for a premium wedding photographer? If the person says no, then of course there are some other nodes of the conversation that you can um, carry out, hopefully ending in the referral, so that they send you to someone. Uh, they give you the name, the contact details for someone else that you can have a conversation to. Sorry, have a conversation with. But then, if the answer is yes, then you can run into your presentation because you have at least, even if you've done it in a very perfunctory manner, you've at least found out on a surface level, that there's a need that um, you can meet. So, if um, the idea behind this is very simple. Now, if you don't carry out these exercises, you could run into some serious issues um, later on. One of the more serious issues that you can run into is that if you just go into your elevator pitch, the person is not interested, drones you out, and then rejects you. And when I say rejection, uh, reject, I mean Rejection in um in a very qualified sense, because I've said so in previous episodes that when someone rejects you, it's not apparently you that they are rejecting what they are rejecting is your product, your service, your value prop those are the things that are being um, rejected. So that is one of the more danger, the some of the dangers that you can run into. There's more danger um, of being rejected. Uh, morale is low, and then of course with low morale, the chances that you're going to pick yourself up and continue with your sales and your marketing decreases day after day. And of course we know that what that does to your profits over a long um, over a long term um, period. And then of course another danger is that if you make the pitch but you didn't go into uh, whether there's an adequate match or an adequate fit between their need and the product or service that you offer and you guys end up going ahead because you had such a convincing um, um elevator pitch then you could run into some late uh, into some problems in the future because you might discover that the product or service is not as suited as you thought so The person has already paid the deposit and then the person is worrying, now starts asking questions, what about this, what about this, what about that? And it turns out that this scenario is not covered, that product is not covered, this feature is not covered, this package is not covered. And uh, you start running into serious problems then that could affect your credibility. So rather than relying on the fact that you are a very good salesman or a very good saleswoman because you articulate you're good looking and you can give a wow presentation in one minute, how about take time out, slow down, figure out what the need is, and then figure out if you have the inventory to match or the skill set uh, to match. So back to the photographer example. If your photography f- style is more um, low-key, but then you're speaking with someone who likes highly um, saturated images, then both of you are going to be in for a shocking surprise when you deliver the images. Because in the beginning, you went into your elevator pitch and you use your style, your pizzazz, you use everything to wow them, they go ahead, they transfer the money, but you didn't find out what kind of photography it is that they like. And so you deliver what you think is a much more sophisticated, subdued style. But they are looking for highly saturated images, highly processed images, and there's going to be lots of quarrel. So Um, These are the kinds of things that uh, the potential dangers that you could run into. So if uh, it's also the same in the IT business solutions example. So if your uh, business solutions, assuming you're an IT guy, if they are centered around uh, back-end office issues, and then you go all the way to their office in uh, Victoria Island, and then you discover that the solution that they need actually could have just been solved by an Excel sheet, then you would have wasted a whole day in traffic. So instead of just getting into this whole thing of making a, uh, a really uh, cool elevator pitch and then um, on the strength of that, now investing some time into the relationship and then realize that you wasted your time, why not in that first um, scenario, why not just have the conversation? And figure out what is it exactly that they need. It's going to save. It's going to save you the whole day of having to drive in traffic all the way from um, Ikeja to uh, Victoria Island, only to find out that an Excel sheet is um, what they needed uh, to solve their problem, and not some customized um, IT business solution, not some uh, app or some web. uh, What are they called? You know things that you fix to. Websites, web uh, add ons, or whatever to help uh, solve their problems. So, um, When the elevator pitch comes before asserting the need, then you're just wasting a lot of time. You're just blowing hot air. I hope I've been able to convince you guys with these two examples that I've given so far, as with the wedding photographer and the person who does custom IT solutions. So the first thing to do when you run into a potential customer is figure out the need and try and size up the opportunity first. It is only when you've figured out the need and you've adequately sized up the opportunity that then you can go into the pitches and the presentations later. You will always have time to make a pitch and you will always have time to make a presentation, but that shouldn't be your first port of call. But assuming you are listening to this podcast and you haven't had time to come up with your own custom um, sales process and your methodology for carrying through conversations, then I guess until you saw throughout those issues, you can continue making your elevator pitches. But just be aware that these are some of the potential problems that you might uh, run into because there might be a mismatch um, of the need and then you might end up investing time in the relationship only to find out that your product or service is what they were not looking for in the first place. So need an opportunity first, pitch and presentation later. So thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.